YNE Live presents Guadistan Newsstand, covering news happening everywhere from Guatemala to Pakistan. Yo, what up, everyone? It's E the Wolfman. And Yas the Fox. Ha <laughs> ha. What's happening? How you doing, Wolfman? Ooh, I can't lie to you. <laughs> I am down in the dumps. My One of my aunts died. I'm pretty sad, you know. Shout out to my Sorry peoples to out that. there. Yeah, make sure you rest to in peace. To all my peoples out there. Shout out to uh, my tia Rossi. Miss she be in heaven with Jesus. But enough about the sadness. You got any good news for me? Because I want to hear some good news. Yeah, I actually heard some good news. Uh, really? Like yeah, what? Yeah, it, it came down from New York. Yeah. came down from the pipeline. Oh, shout out to New York. Yeah, New York. Yankees. <laughs> que lo que? Con que lo que? Ah. <laughs> Yeah, New York became the first state to offer free four-year colleges to anyone earning under $100,000 this year. And that will continue to grow uh, to $110,000 in 2018 and $125,000 in 2019. So you make it under that much, you can go to college for free, get a degree from NYU. Yeah, you know what? I think I read that article, actually. Um, once students receive the scholarship, they must enroll full-time in the average of at least 30 credits per year and, a, and meet GPA requirements. Well, now, I mean, of course, if, you, if you're getting it for free, you know, they're hooking you up, whatever the case might be. You have to be serious. Exactly. You know, we, we can't... They're investing in you. We can't let the quality of the classrooms go down. You have to show that you're serious. Especially if the state is investing 8 million electronic books. In books. So they're covering your tuition and your books. You get you like... Still, you still have to pay for your housing, your transportation, and your food. But... When you're in college, you have opportunities for work-study programs and so on and so forth. So get out there, broaden your horizons, open new doors, and walk on through them. And you know what? What I think is, is the best thing about the whole thing is that there's no age limit. No age limit. And there's so many people, even the governor, Andrew Cuomo, attests to it that... Uh, Today, college is what high school was because uh, about 20 years ago, you can graduate from high school and find a good paying job. Well, guess what? Those jobs aren't around anymore. And there's nope. a lot of people out there that I know that are, let's just say, middle aged and they don't have a college degree. So, hey, even you can go back to college now. Oh! You talking about me? That yeah. would have hurt. <laughs> Damn. Nah, I'm just kidding. But yeah, you know, this, this is good because it makes you want to go back to school. But, mm -hmm. you know, only if you're really determined to do it. I know I'm not, but hey. And I know you guys can. I believe in y'all. Get out there. Do what you got to do. And the guy that really made this ha happen, Senator Bernie Sanders. I'm Yo. sorry. Assemblyman. Bernie Sanders, excuse, excuse me. <laughs> um, he could have been our president, but hey, that's another yeah, topic for yeah. another day. 
So this was a central component to his campaign. And he recently made a statement saying that in order for Americans to succeed in this global economy, we must have a better educated workforce and reduce student debt. Because let's face it, that bill at the end of your tenure is what deters a lot of people from going to college. That is true. And you know what? That way they don't have to uh, look from outside sources, international people yeah. that come here to get, I mean, they're fighting for a future, but hey, yeah. you know. So we'll see if this creates a ripple effect and maybe more states might pick up the act as well. There's some that offer free community colleges and uh, are offering additional scholarships now, but We'll see if this sets the tone for the rest of the country. You know, but the biggest uh, thing in, in all this is get your asses up. Do something. God damn it. Learn something new. It doesn't hurt. Your brain is a terrible thing to waste. Amen to that. Josta Fox, pop question. Pop question. What's that? It's a pop quiz, but a quick question. Okay, okay. What you got? Alright, let's see how smart you are. When did slavery end in America? Come on, man. That's easy. 1865. Uh Uh-huh. Okay, okay. How about in New York? In New York? Oh, Uh that's a little tougher. Uh, I'm going to say 1799. Right, you are again. Hey, man, why are we talking about slavery anyway? You know, even though it ended in 1865, in this day and age... There's still some type of slavery around the world. That's true. Newsweek just released an article on April 11th discussing how African migrants smuggled into Libya are being sold into a modern-day slave market. And this is an open slave trade. There is no hiding it. Now, I read the article, but it created a lot of questions and didn't really give me too much information. Yeah, I seen the video. And uh-huh. this is like what what they call that rotten tomato? I don't know. I'll give it a tomato. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck it goes. One but it tomato. sucked ass. I threw a tomato at that shit. Yeah. So the main questions that I saw was they were discussing how these people are trying to flee from whichever country they're coming from. Usually it's uh, a country in West Africa um, or in the Sub-Sahara. And they're trying to flee to Europe through Libya. You have to go through Libya. So they're spending whatever money they can to try to um, have these arrangements made. And they, they... pay to go there and then once they get there they tell them call your family we need more money and as soon as their family doesn't send them any more money they lock them up in prison or they sell them to the next higher highest bidder and transfer them to a different prison so they have all these uh i guess openly operated prisons where they're just transferring slaves from one to another but it doesn't mean it, they say that they're selling slaves and holding them captive in prisons, but it doesn't say what these slaves are made to do aside from that. Like, are they working on some? 
are they being are they working on a plantation or what? Where are they? they probably just cash cows and just like all right, kind of like a pyramid that right. instead you know instead of from the top to the bottom, it's like they go up the ladder to kind of like the highest bidder. Yeah, and that's when how I guess the good ones that could get extort the families could get more money out of them, but like you say, maybe they just kill them. Yeah, because they barely made it with money. So how do how the people they gonna how are their families gonna send more money to get them out if they can barely get there? They're trying to make it to somewhere better. Exactly, they don't have any money to give to these people, and these people are corrupt, and they're taking advantage of a bad situation. It's fucking bullshit, is what it is. Yeah, and hey, let's face it. At the end of the day, these migrants are trying to get to Europe, and even though. Some I don't know how Europeans feel about the uh, immigrant or a refugee situation, but one thing's for sure is that um, Africa is controlled by a large part. Lots, a lot of Africa has been con- controlled by Europe. So even though these may seem like African problems, in some way, one way or another, Europe had a little hand in creating the problems that exist today so we all have to help each other out the shoot the only thing i did learn about the video i do have to give a props is that in the video they there was like 300 women inside like what looked like four very long high walls uh-huh. and they were just stuck there like a jail like a small basketball court size and they have no contact to the outside world no contact at all so they don't even know what's going to happen to them. So imagine that. And then the other day, there was a boat filled with 120 refugees. Only eight, eight, 18 survived out of all of them in the boat crash. So yeah. all these refugees coming from different countries, trying to do something better for themselves, to get their family out of private, uh, with the poverty. Yeah. War even. Even. And for bullshit, Escape scumbags like that. Cocksuckers, a big dildo to those assholes. It's a mess. It's a mess, I tell you. Yo, Wolfman, pop question. What is it? What is it? You know anyone who came to America illegally? Oh, shit, man. You know I can't answer that shit. What about you, though? Uh, I don't know anyone personally, but okay. the Associated Press released an article on April 12th Discussing how a man has pled guilty to smuggling dozens of Pakistanis into the U.S. from Brazil. From Brazil, man. What the fuck? Yes, not Mexico, not Guatemala, not even Costa Rica. Brazil. That's crazy, though, yo. How We got to give this guy an honorary title, man. How far is Brazil from Pakistan, though? Well, oh, yeah, I'm down with that. What do you got in mind for an honorary title? Oh, yeah, yeah, man. Honorary title, I think he should be called, hmm, let me think. What, what, he's like what he's like the king of smuggling. Oh, I got it. El Rey Coyote. Oh, El Rey Coyote. Yeah. Oh, shit, yeah, okay, okay, okay. I see why, yeah, okay. Yeah, the king of smuggling. Damn. <laughs> Instead of smuggling cocaine and shit, he smuggled people. Yeah. That's like a whole different game. Yeah, and this guy was a, uh, his name, Sarafat Ali Khan. He's 32 years of age, uh, Pakistani national, but a resident of Brazil. 
Damn. Um, was from May of 2014 to May of 2016 or June was smuggled at least at least 81 people have come forward to say that this guy helped them make it to America. Imagine that's only 81 of how many. Yeah, and these guys were paying them fit five to twelve thousand dollars each. I wonder now, how long that shit is. How many days is that? Well, I tried to Google it. The furthest I could get from uh, the capital of New Jersey to Costa Rica was. Um, it said walking, it would take 53 days. Damn. So this is to bitch. Costa Rica from Trenton. 53 days, which is 3,856 miles. So you could probably double that, and that's probably how much it is to Brazil. You're talking like 7,000 miles, so like six months or something. Dude, I can't even run a mile. <laughs> Let alone fucking seven. I mean, I go, I'll go walk like maybe five, ten miles. I don't know, but seven. <laughs> fuck that, yo! They, they probably in the jungle with the chanclas on, nothing but sandals. <laughs> the chancletas. Yeah, yeah. These are yo, like they, Imagine that, yo. Dude, I mean, they they probably they probably spent all their life savings on this, you know, on trying to get to America. They're probably still wearing the same flip flops that they flew over on <laughs> from <laughs> Pakistan. This has got Pakistan dust on their shoes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> running through the rainforest. <laughs> For real, nah, that should be crazy though. No machete. What if there's like a, a jaguar or whatever, like. Yeah. She say no joke, especially the Brazilian rainforest. Yeah. Well, it was a rainforest, I guess so, right? It rains, rainforest. But um <laughs> But yeah, man, El El Rey Coyote is gonna be sentenced in July and you know he's looking at some serious jail time, but you know a great thing about him though? What the reason that? the reason why he gets the title El Rey Coyote. Why? He stayed true to his word, man. He told these people, look, I'm going to take you to the U.S. And these people, uh, he was Pakistani. These people were both Pakistani. But there was also some Afghanis there, too, who he helped them find a new home in America. That's what's up, though. At least it wasn't like them other dudes with the dodos. No, oh, the dodos <laughs> all in their ass. Yeah. <laughs> what dicks. At least shout out to my man's. El Rey Coyote, shout out, we salute you. Hey, honorary title, man. Always Hello. a member, always a member of Guadistan. You there are you always go. welcome. There you go, man. At least you stay to your word. That's what matters in this world, ladies and gentlemen. Your word. Yep. Amen to that. <laughs> Speaking of homes in America, bro, do you know whose home is not, and I repeat, not in America anymore? I'm gonna take a wild guess, say that it's Rosa Parks. Ding ding, winner, winner. Chicken fucking dinner. Are you looking at my notes or something, man? Who gave him the copy? Yeah. I got to talk to production on this. Hey, man, in this day and age, you got to be well informed, right? I guess so. That's true. Yeah, and, you know, I don't know if there's any old sayings to go for this, but Rosa Parks' home was taken apart and rebuilt in Berlin, Germany. Uh-huh. Um, just this... Just this past month, just past, it'll be available for display at the end of this month. And man, 
I mean, I don't even know how to feel about this. Isn't that like a, a what do they call it? Like a not a landmine, but a landmark. <laughs> a landmark, right? Yeah, it was a landmark that almost got blown up by a landmine. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean those motherfuckers back in the day, they were after her. They were, and this was the place that she went to escape those hostilities. From 1957 to 1959. Damn. So this was her safe haven. Was she stuck in that bitch for like all day? Who knows, man? Maybe they were we'll, trying to maybe find we her. Should, maybe we should go to Berlin and find out, man. See How are we gonna find out? We we'll see what they have. It's gonna be a museum. I guess so. Right? They're gonna redo the inside. They're keep. Germany's keeping the legacy alive, man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're okay. gonna re. They're gonna redo it from the inside. Yeah. Okay. You I mean, know. they shouldn't touch up too much because I think it has more value the way it is. Well, it does, but you got to remember, this was also in somewhere in Detroit where they have a huge problem with abandoned houses. And, I mean, Rosa Parks' niece, uh, Rhea McCauley, she purchased the home for $500, Damn. but didn't have the money to repair the home. To a standard where the city of Detroit was willing to keep it. But to look pretty. Yeah, so they actually uh, got local volunteers to help assist in dismantling the house. Now, the project was all uh, funded, of course, um, by an American artist by the name of Ryan Mendoza. Um, Interesting. But I guess he... Um, he probably cut like a deal or something They have it out there. Because yeah, I don't think well, she would have just gave up the home. He financed it himself. To, to what? Did to, to ship it out there? Yeah. Damn. Uh, I mean, from what what I've gathered, at least. I'm assuming he's. It's probably like a what, like a sixty forty type uh, contract there or something like that. Because for somebody to drop money to get a house that's not even his, shipped to Berlin. Yeah. You know, there's got to be something going on there. I mean, I think it's more so for the memory. You really think so, though? I, I, I mean, I mean my, last, my last name is not Mendoza, so I don't know. I guess so. But you know how it is. There's always a trick up somebody's sleeve. Hey, man, all I can say is it's really interesting how Germany is, Berlin specifically, seems to care more about the civil rights movement than the actual country and the actual cities in which it happened. You know, oh. and I think maybe, and this is just from my, you know, 48 hours that I spent in Munich, but I get the sense that Germany, when you say Germany, we what do we think of immediately? The Holocaust, yeah. World War II, the Nazis, right? I think... That Germans have made peace with their past uh-huh. and have learned to move on. So you're saying yeah. like there's other states or countries that can't move on from their past? I'm saying that America hasn't made peace with its past. And, and that's why they just didn't care about the house. There's still a social debt that remains to be unpaid. It's called reparations. <laughs> but uh, we both know that most likely we won't see reparations, at least not in our lifetimes. Yeah. I mean, we saw they, they have know, we plans. saw Obama. I mean, I don't know if we'll see reparations. Oh yeah, I don't know about that one, man. You know, 
So, but hey, shout outs to Berlin. Hopefully one day we'll be back. I'll be, hopefully I'll be back within Germany's borders, you know, chilling out this time in Berlin. Last time was Munich. Um, Can I so go to Schutte? Can I go as tag along? Hey man, just, as long as you know some German, I'll be glad to bring <laughs> it. That's all I can say. I hope I said where's the bathroom at. But who knows? But yo, it is what it is. Thank you for tuning in and hope you've enjoyed your time at the Guadastan newsstand where we're covering news everywhere from Guatemala to Pakistan. Brought to you by y Live, discussing anything and everything.